time for Larry News Sports. My guest tonight from North Coast, the beatboxing middleweight champion of the world, Mad Michael Crusoe. August 24th, 6.07 p.m. Undisputably, indisputably, the dog days of summer. There's there's mm. bow-wows everywhere. Those dogs are pounding. <laughs> yes, they are. And uh, as we end summer and head towards Labor Day, as I alluded to in the introduction, you, uh, one of your many talents, you are a beatboxer, and you have a beatboxing championship coming up Mm -hmm. um that you were participating in so mike how did you get involved in beatboxing uh if i'm gonna be perfectly honest uh pure boredom (laughs) i think is one of the one of the funny things about it uh it's just one of those things that like you just kind of decide to do like randomly you know youtube is a big place you just type in like oh beatbox how to beatbox on youtube and i'm just like i'm bored and i was just like and you get entered and you know you know those youtube like like worm wormholes rabbit holes that you go into where you just keep going the video to video when you find a new thing that's literally what happened and the rest is history from there so like it's not as grandiose as like you know some people it wasn't passed down to you by generations of beatboxers (laughs) no 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 before we like really start though i just want to say like i've never been introduced like that before (laughs) so that was that was awesome (laughs) no problem at all and um, yeah. yeah, you're you're just in case you haven't heard the show before, just know that you're special. No one ever gets an introduction like that. Oh, man, ever. I feel so ever. I feel so <laughs> I feel so loved right now. Yeah, no, that was awesome. But yeah, no, it was nothing. Uh, nothing crazy. Just like uh, I was, I was freshman year in college and just like bored, mm-hmm. and I just decided to really pick it up. I mean, like before that, like I like dabbled in it, but I never like I never really went out of my way to learn it i like listen to like you know you know pentatonics like that uh like the acapella group that mm-hmm. got really popular and there still is popular like you know I, I remember like listening to them early and i was like oh beatboxing that's cool but i never like really dug into it until like like freshman year freshman freshman of college yeah 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 i think i do remember when i was a few times seeing an acapella group in college they had mm-hmm. beatboxers from time to time, but it was very, very simple. Like, the, yeah, where, you I know, mean, the, I mean, yeah, the, the, the acapella scene, especially, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like back in the day, uh, not back in the day, oh, I say it like it's an old thing, but like, you know, uh, I, I've, I've been reinforced by multiple other people who are in the acapella scene. They're like, when, 
when people start people are, people are in acapella groups they like they when they have the need for a beatboxer they have they like learn themselves but they don't mm-hmm. are they they are not themselves usually with a bad beatboxing experience so then like when they enter acapella they're like oh i want to do the singing but then like oh we need a song that needs to be needs to have like that little backbeat behind it and so like a lot of the beatboxers and like the acapella scene don't really i don't even know i don't know about nowadays but like at the time you know there it was very basic yeah just something just something to get the point across because most of the time it was about the beautiful vocals behind it um yeah but but like i i know i know beatboxers nowadays that like really ingrain themselves like who come as beatboxers into the acapella world and really kill it and it really makes a huge difference they're like oh my god that's cool you know yeah i wonder when that started because is it cheating i mean it's not obvious it's not technically cheating because it's it's your voice and you're using nothing but your voice but it is it's it's now no longer just singing. It's 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 all vocal mannerisms. But I guess that's that's okay. That's with the in the spirit of acapella. Yeah, I mean, as long as you know, it's all it's all. There's no effects. There's no processing. There's no nothing. Right. It's just you and a bunch of other people just making music. I did actually do acapella in college very loosely because uh, we didn't really have one. My college didn't have one, so we kind of like ragtag group of like, you know, just like people who wanted to do it came together and like we put on a couple of performances, but nothing too crazy. We didn't do like ICCAs, like the big ones where like people are like dancing and doing like choreography on stage and like, you know, not like not like those big or not like anything like pitch perfect, you know. I don't know if you've seen that movie where it's very like glamorized in in a way. Um nothing crazy like that. But I, I did dabble in it for a time. Did you did you come in as a singer? No, I'm the, I, I actually don't have a lot of musical background, okay. like, like coming into beatbox. I don't have a lot of that. I mean, like I'm a Filipino. So one of the stereotypes is we, <laughs> apparently we all know how to sing. I don't know if you ever heard that I, before. I have not but like, heard that before. Yeah. That's like, in addition to like that, we, we're all nurses too, but I'm not. So <laughs> I'm, but like, you know, I, I come from, you know, Filipinos are very much performative in a way. Like we all want to be like a star. A lot of us like to be stars in our own respect. Um, And, but I never, but going into like music and beatboxing, I didn't really have a, besides like, you know, your elementary middle school music class, I didn't really have any like backing. I don't, I truly, even to this day, I don't even really understand like notes. Like I Mm -hmm. can tell you the difference between a C from a C flat or whatever. (laughs) Like that's all, all these like, you know, specific terms. It's more, and that's good because like I don't really have to know that. I just mm-hmm. have to know beats. I just have to know something, you know, just whatever, whatever. Because I just have to worry about my thing, whatever makes the whole piece whole, you know, right in that regard. So when you when you joined North Coast, or I guess you auditioned for North Coast. Uh, I was recommended okay. by the beatboxer before. His name was Amir. I don't know if you know Amir. I don't. But, uh, uh, he was the he was the beatboxer just before me and like he when he started getting busy like uh, like he was actually the very first beatboxer i ever met in person when i started beatboxing like six seven years ago i went to an open mic and he just happened to be there and i was like oh my god another beatbox wow and i did my thing he did his thing and i was like how long have you been beatboxing and i was like six months in at the time and he was like oh like six seven years and i was like whoa and what was, was this <laughs> oh, what was this open mic for Oh, it was just, it was literally just a youth open mic just for like, you know, younger people to just get some stage, for stage any, experience. any type of talent, any, like it could have yeah. been comedy. It was, it was, uh, it was hosted by, um, uh, I actually part of this group called a uh, beat 
At the time, they were known as Beat NYC, now known as Beat Global. Beat standing B-E-A-T, bridging uh, education and art together. So like they, uh, uh, we teach like we we utilize music and like hip hop and like put that into like you know the academic scene or like you know as part of part of part of part of school curriculums in a way. Uh, so I do that. I teach kids how to beatbox. And at the time, they they organized a lot of youth open mics, and so like that that was one of my few ends into getting like real like stage experience because you know you can only do so much practicing by yourself you have to like mm-hmm. you know really apply yourself and see like and, and i've always and i've never like i don't really have like a microphone set up at the time so like doing stuff like that was really crucial to me really early on and then yeah i'm doing stuff with like north coast and all yeah. that <laughs> so do, do you when you perform with north coast are you solely a beatboxer or do you improvise as well no, I do not. Okay. <laughs> I do not improvise. I've done so, a handful of improvising and like workshops, like well, but only just because I needed to. Uh, I was part of the. I was part of the teaching side of the workshop, and I just uh, like had to had to be an extra body. But I do not like improvise. I mean, like I make up the beats. Like, don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. everything is made up on the spot when we do the hip hop improv. But I don't uh, improvise. Like I, I know I know basic girls. I know yes and and all that. But right. I don't like yeah. Well, probably good to know or, or to get a sense of when things are heightening and it's time for the music portion of the scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like now I understand before when I first did hip hop improv a long time ago, I like I remember when it was when I was like my very first Amir put me onto it before he put me onto North Coast. It was another group called Off Top. And like oh, yeah. the guy was like, yeah, he like, did you do Off Top or no, but uh, or wait, you just wait, knew wait, of wait. it? Was Off Top was was that just. It was an actual group. Yeah, it was like a group, but they also, I think the the main core was like doing like jams and just like getting together, like, you know, doing, doing like hip hop improv jams. Oh, they, okay. did, they did do, they did do uh, things as a group, but I didn't really know who the actual group was. Either way, like I, he put me onto that before getting on North Coast. And then Ray, the guy the, who was hosting it, it was just like, oh yeah, you just, we do improv and you just like kind of beatbox whenever. And so I was like, okay. And then literally as, <laughs> as soon as the very first scene, they didn't even say anything yet. I just started beatboxing. <laughs> and then Ray was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And I was like, I was like oh, well, all right. And then I slowly realized that you had to like, make something happen, you know, get to like the crux, find the game or whatever of the mm-hmm. scene. And then, you know, and then beatbox once there's like this emotional climax, but it took me a very long time to even understand that concept. Uh, but yeah, I do have something here in the brain in terms of like improv <laughs> thingies. You know? That's good. Yeah. For those yeah. Uh, listening who may, if it wasn't obvious, North Coast is a hip hop improv group based in New York City. It's been going for a long time, like probably almost 10 years now. And yeah, got to be the most successful hip hop improv group, at least in New York, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're touted as the New York premier hip hop improv group. So, I, I mean, like, that's just the marketing. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that word really means, premier. But yeah, but yeah we, uh, we, get, we get around. We get yeah. around. I mean, like, I wouldn't say, like, I'm like, I've been on the group for a while, but they've been around longer than I've been, like, a real adult <laughs> i've been like i'm like 25 now when they had their 10th anniversary when i was like 
I don't know, even like a couple of years in. So like, I forgot, but I was joking with one of the older members. Like I was like, I think I was, I think I was like, at the time I was like, I think I was 12 when North Coast started. <laughs> and then like, I'm like 25 now. And like, so I guess 13 years, I would say 13, 14 years around that time. I guess we're hitting 15 at some point. Uh, but yeah, it's been a cool time. It's been a cool time. Yeah. I never thought I'd be doing beatboxing in this, in, in the improv scene. You know, that's a weird thing to even like fathom. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just the improv scene because it's also this tournament you have coming up. Is it a tournament? Is it a? Yeah, it's a, it? it's a championship. Okay. It's, it is a turn. It is tournament style the way it's right. formatted. So yeah, it's, you could call it that. Okay. Yeah. So, so what is the name of the tournament and where so is it? So it is. And uh, what? <laughs> and where is it? And how do I gamble on it? Oh, well, there's a lot of gambling where it is. So it is the American Beatbox Championships. ABCs, uh, got it. Yeah, ABCs. Yeah, isn't that really, that's nice to see. (laughs) ABC. Um, Yeah, and it's usually, usually, in past years, they've always done it in New York. And primarily Brooklyn, which would have been nice because I'm here based in New York. But uh, this year they decided to do it in Atlantic City, hence the gambling. (laughs) So... Uh. Yeah, so you were right on the nose with that one. So yeah, this this year is in Atlantic City, not too far off, a couple hours away. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's where it is this time around. Yeah. Is is it considered to use that word again? Premier? Is it the premier beatboxing championship in America or the world? Ye- yeah, uh, well, not the world. I mean, like beatboxing did originate here in uh-huh. in this in in New York, but uh, it's. As time grew on, I mean, like, relatively, I mean, like, when hip hop started, it was only 80s. So it's a relatively new art form. But the thing is, it's expanded across, like, hip hop, it's expanded across mm-hmm. the world. Like, it's like some of the best beatboxers are like on every single continent, and you name it. Like, probably not Antarctica, but like, but the, like, you know. Maybe we don't know these penguins. <laughs> I've never spoke. I've never spoken to one, but maybe. Uh, no, like you know, Europe is really big. Like the last, like you know, there's world champs. There's the Grand Beatbox Championships. There's a whole slew of like uh, uh, international championships. But in America, the American Beatbox Championships is the one for it. Uh, for and for at least the USA. Okay. Uh, does uh, when we say American, we don't include like uh, you know uh, Canada. They have their own. Okay. Uh, championships up there right but yeah this is like the one uh if you're, if you're in america so how how many competitors are there uh there so when when people when you when you apply or you submit you create a you create like a it depends on the year but usually a minute 30 to a two minute video of you beatboxing doing a routine of some sort and you send it and a panel of uh well-known judges beatboxers uh judge it on a number of criteria and then and this year, uh, usually every year, usually a hundred plus like beatboxers submit throughout the country, um, and then out of that, they choose after they rank everybody. They they shoot they pick the top thirty two in that, and I snagged the thirtieth spot. And then the thirty two people are uh, go to the live event in Atlantic City or Brooklyn or whatever it is each year, and then you battle it out tournament style. So like for and then and then when you get there, <laughs> and then you do you do all this, and then you get there, and then you then have to do every 30 every uh, all 32 of us have to do a live set of about two minutes and then that gets ranked and then the, only the top 16 uh then battle it out tournament style like so first against 16th second against 15th uh-huh. and so on until so we have a winner um, so yeah. so the first round i guess your ranking doesn't matter in the first round uh you mean like uh by first round meaning when you get there 
right. So so you're one of 32. You said you got yes. the 30th spot. So uh, like yeah. at first I thought that meant you were ranked number 30, but it's just 32 people in a pool. Top 16 then get chosen to move on. Yeah. So 30th, 30th out of all the submissions. So like I, I know yeah. that about that much. I'm ranked 30th uh, out of all the submissions. So you're that were... the 30th best beatboxer in the country. Currently, currently, currently. currently yes, uh, that could change. But like, uh, you know, I actually I ranked a little higher uh, back in 2019 before COVID ah. because like there was a big. That's the thing. I actually no one actually saw this competition coming because like the last three years that we haven't had live events because you know I don't think uh, spinning in other people's yeah. faces will be good during a <laughs> pandemic, uh, but that then never happened and then it's kind of stuck up on everybody and then i kind of dropped this year because like during during covid like all these like kids you know started yeah, like nothing to started do. really grinding it out and like you know everybody was like in, do you do you i need to know dragon ball z like you know i'm familiar with it i, mean, I yeah, like I'm a huge guy but yeah there's anyway. the there's the concept called the hyperbolic time chamber where like you go in to like this thing and then like you know a, a year a year in a a year in you know this pandemic time feels like 10 years or something uh-huh. like that so people were like really training it out like during that pandemic and they're all like kids you know younger than me and like i thought i was young i'm 25 but like you know there's people like 18 21 just like you know really putting their name out there and good for them you know it's 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 nice to see that like beatboxing is becoming more accessible to younger generation i mean i started pretty young as well but like you know the entry for barrier is only getting higher and higher and higher so that just makes me want to push harder and harder and harder mm-hmm. Uh, yes, currently 30th. They're currently. Right. <laughs> but we'll see when we get to AC. So, go in as 30. Top, they take whoever you... It's just like solo beatboxing, right? For the first round. They'll yes. say, here are the 16 we choose to move on. And they re-rank them at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all 32 get there. And then you all perform again. And then that gets ranked again. And right. then only the top 16 from that, those live performances will go on to actually battle in the competition. So then it's tournament style, like one versus yes. 16. And how yes. does, so how does a battle work? What's that for? Uh, like? Yeah. So battling is very, is uh, very interesting. It's a, uh, it's a uh, typical, I think to, I think you could even compare it to like a rap battle in a sense where people, mm-hmm. t- they, you take turns um, uh, showing your stuff. So, you know, flip a coin, rock, paper, scissors, whatever. One of you goes first and, um, each so generally uh usually a min, uh you're given a minute 30 for your first round and then the second person responds and then the other and then you go again minute 30 and then a minute 30 again and then that's the battle like six minutes of just beatboxing and then judges uh and this time it's usually a panel of like an odd number of judges and then it's like three two one and then they point to who they thought won and then majority wins if there is no uh majority winner then it goes into an overtime and it depends on where you are. It could be like 30, and then it could be a 30 second um, overtime round or a minute. It doesn't, it depends when, but then overtime happens and overtime could happen again, but then some person has to go on and then move on to the next round. So that's how each battle would generally work. Okay. And uh, how many days is the tournament? Uh, so it's over the course of it's treated like almost like a music festival, like uh-huh. a weekend. So each day, because like you know, getting through just all the top thirty-two, just single like solo elimination rounds, where you're just before you even battle, that takes like a whole few hours to get through. And then, but then also because it's not just solos, there are multiple categories uh, that you also could uh, submit for. So uh-huh. uh, there's there's 
I'm actually in another category, not just solo beatboxer, but a uh, 2v2 category because I also have a partner, also my girlfriend, <laughs> who she also beatboxes. And then you also do the same thing. You submit a video and then it gets ranked and then only the top. And since it's considerably less uh, than how many solo beatboxers would go, only the top eight get to go into the, get invited to Atlantic City. And then uh, instead of the re-ranking when you get there, you just immediately go against whatever seed you're corresponding with. So what rank uh, are you in the doubles game? Well, yeah, so we actually ranked 10th, uh, uh-huh. but two of the two of the competitors in the top eight couldn't make it. So we got bumped up to the eighth. So we just made in nice. by the skin of our teeth. But now we are confirmed also battling. So we're the eighth seed, going to be facing the first seed going into that weekend uh yeah so it's gonna be a whole thing and then the other category is loop station where people like you have a loop station and then you literally make whole songs and routines on this loop station uh, and then like that's a whole so other you have, thing like, a sampling device with you where you yes okay record loop it okay yeah but then yeah so that's also about your skills with the like loop machine and all that stuff yeah, because you're essentially just producing a whole song right. on the spot. I actually, I actually have one, but it's oh. it's not actually mine. It's actually through uh, something else. But I'm actually not good at it, so don't ask me to do it right now. Uh, but like you know, it's it's actually it's crazy. Like that's truly right now. That's like truly like the next step into like you know pushing beatboxing out there. And like it already really is in that regard mm-hmm. because like you know it's just part of music now. It's just making whole songs and just getting it out there. But yeah, those are all the different categories. But without looping, so I won't ask you to use a loop machine, but do you have a sample of, um, or give us a little sample of like what you will do, would do at a performance or something that represents what you do? Yeah. Or, you so, or, uh, or do you ever, do people write songs or is it always improvised? Uh, so that's the thing. Uh, you can, you can be one or two people like generally, generally, like usually most likely you always come in prepared with routines is what we call them. So okay. it's you, it's, since it's usually all with the rounds are usually always a minute 30, you always prepare like just different kinds of sets with a minute 30 of content. So they could take the form of songs. They could just take the form of just like, I mean, beatboxing is essentially music. So they're all songs in their own right. But like, it's sometimes you perform like more musical things, like with the slower tempo or maybe something that just goes really fucking hard. Uh And usually, and since it's a, and like, it's a battle, there's a sort of call and response sort of like thing when you, when they finish their round and you do your round and then you come up with counters to their beats, you know, it's all mind game in some respects, but usually when you come in, you have some sort of, and usually, and you know, with every beatboxing as with different artists and different producers, everybody has their own style. So no one's beatboxing is going to sound the same, uh, you know, but yeah, I could do a little, uh, something, uh, now, just what is the question? Uh, okay, this is something I would do. Like, this is this is something really like battle heavy that I mm-hmm. think. I'm actually gonna switch. Sorry, I'm actually like, hello, test test. Does it sound yep. a little different? A little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm awake and alive and afraid. Watch the sun beating over my head. And I lost and I. Fire is my kingdom. Where did it go? 
This is my kingdom and this is my Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. That was. That was great. I loved those drum and bass sounds. And like, oh yeah, and drum and bass is very popular once the, uh-huh. uh, the energy gets heavy in the battle. So you always want to have <laughs> at least one in your back pocket. I always like had no idea that was even possible. Like because because my experience <laughs> with beatboxing is the acapella groups we were talking about with the yeah boom boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, honestly, you know. Props to them. It gets the point mm-hmm. across and people mm-hmm. like hearing it. So it doesn't even matter sometimes at the end of the day. But uh yeah, but you know, when you're in a room full of other beatboxers, you, you kinda get you get you get a little criticized and you got you know, people are judging yeah. you, like actually. So you might <laughs> wanna tie tidy it up a little bit, you know. Actually, would you if I start playing the theme song to this show, mm-hmm. would you be able to beatbox along with it? It's gonna be a little difficult with the oh, delay. With the I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know how it's gonna sound on your end. Yeah. So I don't want we'll it to sound like sh- like yeah. crap. <laughs> we'll try it for fifteen seconds. Fifteen. Okay. Seconds. All right. <laughs> All right. That sound? It's time for Larry No Sports. <laughs> All I'm right, just well, have me on call for every single episode. <laughs> well, well, best of luck um, at the comp- at the ABCs. Thank you. And um, yeah, and uh, bring home the gold. Oh, I'll say. try my best. Actually, There's- final final question on beatboxing: Who would you say is the goat of beatboxing? Holy God, what a question. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, there's, there's so many. You know, if you asked me that when I started beatboxing, I would have definitely given you an answer at the time. But the thing is, when you start when you start beatboxing, it's just like you, you find yourself, like, lost. Again, you lost in this, like, rabbit hole. There's so many different kinds of beatboxers. And then at the end of the day, it's like I'm inspired by so many, I can't even pick one. But, like... The goat? I mean, like, I guess you'd have to go back in history, like, when you say stuff like that. Like, you could say, like, Dougie Fresh, you know, like, like he, he was pivotal. I mean, like, he self-proclaimed the original human beatbox, and, like, for good reason. I mean, like, he, he was there at the beginning. You could even say Razel, you know, the Bismarcky, the late great, you know, it's all people like that. You can really call the goats. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, like, around when they were, like, (laughs) uh, really making a big, as as beatboxers and, like, really being really influential at the time. Uh, 
I, I, I couldn't give you an answer. I mean, right now, I feel like I would just say Dougie Fresh just because, like, you know, he's, the go- he's like, the goat in many people's minds. And, like, he, he gives this fucking awesome speech. Can I swear on this show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So he gives this fucking awesome speech, like, about, like, the beginnings of the history of, like, human beatbox and stuff like that. And it was just, like, really eye-opening and really incredible it's on youtube like during the the last live american beatbox championships back in 2019 and it was incredible uh yeah but i I think i'd say dougie all right now can you swear at the abcs could i what do you mean at the uh at the competition are you allowed to swear when you're in your in your battles in your performances Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there are children, but it's just like, you know, it's one of those events where it's just like if you're not over 18, bring a guardian. So right. like, you know, somebody's responsible for you. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's I mean it's in Atlantic City. It's in a casino. Yeah, yeah you're it's always awesome. allowed to curse in Atlantic City. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's move to talking about some professional wrestling, some other oh, type boy. of other type of combat sport. Lovely. Uh, we got it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. That <laughs> oh, I do. Dynamite is on tonight, where we're gonna have a a championship unification match between CM Punk and John Moxley. CM Punk is the champ. Moxley, the interim champ, while CM Punk was injured. Punk comes back, does a promo last week, very weird, where he calls out Hangman Adam Page and. Page was either not there or just not prepared to come in. He was like, Page, you have your rematch. Uh, your rematch uh, um, opportunity is right now, so come get it. Obviously doesn't come out. Punk knows he's not going to come out and says, look, he's a coward. What? So is, is, is there real, you know, they're always working. They're always shooting. Is there any sort of real uh, thing there going on between Punk and Page? Because it seems like that was not prepared or not written yeah no I, I definitely heard stuff like that i didn't i didn't really look into it that much when yeah. i heard when i when i saw that live like i don't know if a lot of people did but i i, didn't I really. definitely well i didn't uh I, I hadn't heard anything before then and while i was mm-hmm. watching the show that like that i thought that was weird i thought it was like or i just thought like what the fuck punk you're being a dick of course you can't <laughs> respond to that you're just burying him I didn't think yeah. it was more than make punk just um, just being off the cuff and trying something that ended up not really working to the benefit of some of the other performers, and maybe that was just accidental, and now they could use it. But maybe there's something else there. Yeah, there might be. Honestly, like I, I mean, like ever since like the whole MJF stuff, you yeah. know, I don't even know what's <laughs> I don't even know what's a work anymore. Like it's it's just so it's just so interesting to like see unfold. I mean, yeah, sure, probably maybe he had some beef or whatever, but I think that that I I mean, like you know, when it comes to blurring the line now, it's very hard to do. Uh, like mm-hmm. when people don't when you when you really want to suspend your disbelief in wrestling now and i think this is just also one of those things that I really like that's that's doing that that's and I, at the cost of some real life things obviously but like i think i think it's good and a little bit of and, and bad in some mm-hmm. respects but i i don't even i don't even know what to think like i i think mean, it was i mean it's fine i mean like at least he's given the freedom to do such a thing, right. you know, and like they're able to rebound and like make 
make a make something good out of it but we'll see i don't <laughs> i don't know it's a, it's a very interesting situation yeah we're all I mean, being I'm put in ex- right now i'm definitely excited to watch tonight and see what happens oh yeah i gotta too. think i uh i either i would i don't think moxley's gonna win so it's either punk wins or it's a schmaz type thing where it gets ex- or it's a draw and it gets extended out yeah it's, um, speaking back, I, I think I think MJF might come back and cost either one of them the match. Wow. You know, I think because you know he's lost to both of them, and right. I think you know I think that'd be the if if at any if there was any time to bring him back, I think it'd be now, especially going into All Out. I don't know what that would, what that would mean for the main title picture yeah. if it makes it a triple threat. That makes it kind of messy, but you know it'd be it'd be cool, but. Yeah, I, I don't see Moxley winning either, even though I would like him to win yeah. personally. <laughs> you know, he's been like the GOAT champion right now. Like we were talking about the GOAT. I think he's been the GOAT champion right now. Like he's been absolutely crushing it, especially with the Blackpool Combat Club. Like mm-hmm. that, all the stuff around that is so interesting. You know, they're all just full of champs in that, you know, thing. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I like that too, but I think it's going to be kind of hard for them to resist putting the belt on Punk. Just because that was the plan originally before he got hurt. And yeah. he's just, they need eyeballs right now with Raw a bit on the rebounds. Yeah, it's true. I've actually been catching myself actually watching Raw like uh, on a real on a, a regular t- Raw and SmackDown. Like yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is interesting. And like freaking the gargant. Did you see Monday? The- yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wow, that was like a genuine surprise, and I was like, of course, like especially that first Monday when like trips really like brought everybody back, like that. I mean, that one was also just crazy to see, and I mean, like it's this is a big one, Gargano, and it's clear, it's clear that it's one of Trips Triple H's guys. Yeah, for sure. That you could see his fingerprints on that over or since McMahon left, and um. Yeah, and, and it's because NXT was so great in the years when it was him running it, the black and gold brand, and yeah. um, you had can't uh, argue that Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, and so many guys that like killed it there. And then when they were brought up, some of them like Kevin Owens have been successful. Some of it, some of them have not worked quite so well, like Finn Balor in a lot of ways, or um, Gargano and Champa. Uh, and the list goes on and there from there Tyler Breeze um no oh, yeah All right, it, it would my be <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if WWE kind of becomes what we thought maybe the main roster would be when it was like that in NXT although they're obviously missing a lot of that talent now with um Cole and Brian yeah I mean I mean that that's only still only a fraction of a small fraction of what you know NXT black and gold was you know and like I don't think I don't think not having Cole would be a huge detriment I mean they have they they have a whole they have all the money (laughs) and they have all the resources to make a bang and show which it always should have been you know I mean like they usually mean like yeah they can deliver on pay-per-views like like pre pre uh you know, uh, Triple H, but it's just like, you know, now it's just like when we we're being consistently being brought back, it's the nice change for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Johnny wrestling is a huge part of it. Um, yeah. I, when we were, we, you were saying about MJF possibly coming back, I hadn't even really thought about that, but that's, that would be a great, a great run in tonight. I think it's yeah. possible that Hangman Page does something similar. And is that's also true. Factor. It could be double schmas. I don't know. Who knows? Leading to a yeah, four-way I mean, at All Out. Yeah, I don't know about a four-way. That's too much. For all out. I agree. Yeah. I think I. Yeah. I, I they don't already like did the four-way back at Forbidden. 
Yeah. But I don't like when they just throw everybody into a match because they have no better ideas. Yeah. I mean, like the Forbidden Door was fine. You know, they could they could have that. It was a it was a big thing, you know, whatever. Mm. But like, you know, for something as big as all out, you you want everything to be clear and concise. And I think that having I don't even I don't even know what that would be. Would it be like punk MJF? Would it be punk mox round two barbed wire whatever match? I don't or know. Or the the rematch of punk hangman. Oh yeah. Because I guess yeah, hangman never true. got his rematch. Yeah, that's true. We never did get that. Yeah, if, yeah. it could be a thing. And I guess it's actually tie into his that promo from last right, week. Exactly. You know? who, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, to, to, yeah. at least, to at least make a wrap the boo boo up, <laughs> like make something <laughs> out of it at least. Yeah, I hope, I hope they do something with Moxo if he does. I mean, they are doing something in the Blackpool yeah. Combat Club. So it's not like they're losing out on anything. But you know, it's just it was just nice seeing him with the strap again. Like you know, it was just like, oh, this this feels right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this feels yeah. this feels right. Definitely feels like that's what AEW is. Mm-hmm. So the other big return uh, was Kenny Omega coming back oh, last God, week. That's it. I, I like forgot about. There was so much last week, and I was like, oh my God, that happened too. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody that was, was talking week. about like AEW being down, and and it was, but it's like okay, they just got back, Punk, Brian, Kenny Omega, like three of the best in the world. So yeah, all right, let's go. God <laughs> damn, what a triple threat! What a triple threat that would be. I wouldn't mind a triple threat. Oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, would yeah. be. Incredible. Oh, I think we're eventually gonna get. I mean, th- yeah, they're gonna be in the title picture. I think Kenny's probably he's gonna be in this trios thing. He came back. He was wearing. He he was not bare chested because he had like some black like mm-hmm. compression compression shirt compression shirt <laughs> that's, with, that's a, it, with that's a what brace over it. his shoulder. Yeah, nobody knows if he's really not a hundred percent. Is this just part of the storyline? I would kind of love it if well, uh, it's it, it deals with like injuries, which is a little dicey. But uh, since it's happening, like it's something they could play into where they could. Oh yeah, not definitely. Clear. They- Omega could cost the Bucks the Trios championship. Mm, Lots of ways to yeah. go by not being 100%. And yeah, he, I mean, he... Yeah, then you got a whole angle of him just thinking he's lost his fastball and then finally trying to get it back. Yeah, I mean, I I really... He really got me. If this is so fucking where I'm being worked over, like, <laughs> completely. Because this is like... Because when, when he hit the... When he didn't hit the... Uh, you cannot escape, and he, like, flipped over onto his ass. Yeah. And, like, he did not, not, like, like, not onto his thing. That really got me. I was like... Oh no! Yeah, that looks I was like, like it really happens. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah, and and I, I would I would guess they are actually just really playing into him being injured, you know, to a degree. Uh, but this is this is good. This is good television because obviously, then you know, you can't if you have him at a hundred percent, it's going to be hard to be like, oh, why is he not champion right now? You know, especially ever since. I mean, like he had all the belts for God knows how long, but you know, it, it's nice to it, it's nice to see that they're giving us something interesting to work with. And then, you know, see how anything comes out of that. Because, right. you know, I mean, like, you know, the world's your oyster right now in AEW because they have so much talent. And so I'd love to see what they do with that. Yeah. I, I guess they, I, I would assume we're going to see them versus Undisputed at some point in this tournament. Possibly oh, championships. God. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be incredible. I mean, yeah, post the title because since they're not in the tournament. But wait, yeah, wait. Is, like, uh, Undisputed is not in the tournament? No, they're not. Right. I don't think so. Right, oh. Because remember that remember that was the whole thing when they turned they were like since Bob since 
uh, Kyle's not medically cleared, and I'm not medically cleared. Oh Either yeah, you can, yeah, you, yeah, and then yeah. Hangman's, and then Hangman saved them, uh, the right. Bucks. Uh, yeah, okay. so they're like technically kind of faced right now. Uh, yeah. The the the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what. Yeah. So I mean, post. I guess they just didn't want. That would have been fucking awesome. I mean, I guess they didn't want to blow their load too early in the tournament because then that would that would have to be the final if they were probably mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, but personally, I want the House of Black to win. Okay. It. I mean, House yeah, of Black I just, is awesome. No, no, no. Wait. No, wait. Death Triangle. No, I think I think I meant Death Triangle. But the thing is, I don't think I'd mind either one of them because I it's mind just either like, one of them. I think I think House of Black needs it more, but I just freaking you got Pac Pencil and Ray, and I just I don't know. I just think they they should just be <laughs> the first the, in at least the inaugural. You know what I, I know. mean? And it's the trios, which seems like it's it's such a lucha term. It's a, you know it's Spanish. Yeah, and, and lucha has trios champions. Like seeing Death Triangle would make a lot of sense. Mm. I always I always get I feel like. Uh, the Lucha Brothers, they lose a lot in AEW. Yeah, they do. And like, I, there was also this one feud I remember uh, when Ray was injured and uh, Penta was feuding with Cody and Cody won that feud. I really wanted Penta to win that feud. It was like a yeah. two-week something feud. Or I don't remember how long it was. But I was like, I feel like Penta should just win this because why not? Because it's not like they're putting... Because Cody can't be in the to- title picture. Yeah. So why can't we just have Cody lose? And just like, you know, like that would have been, been nice, you know, make Penta a bigger single star than he is right now. I mean, he is a big single star, but like, you know, when he's obviously with Penta, they were already tag team champs and that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and in one of the best matches we've seen in aw oh god what a what an incredible i mean <laughs> that yeah. that's had the the steel cage one is that yeah. you're refer, yeah, referring yeah, yeah, to yeah. yeah god what a match yeah it's unfortunate I, their their reign didn't last very long um yeah i know but, but you can't have all of them be long because then it'd be kind of yeah, yeah, yeah so i think i think that's okay you know they had at least they had it so and they had good matches so you can't you can't knock them not having good matches when they're yeah. champs do you think we're just kind of waiting and like kind of in a holding pattern until ftr finally tries to yeah the, that's get, it's that, so, get that it's, fourth tag title yeah it's so funny seeing that like like they have everything just yeah. not the one but with, with the company they're actually in <laughs> you know so it's 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 funny seeing how they're just like you know we have all the gold but do you <laughs> like yeah, of course we're gonna at some point probably but yeah. I, I don't even know i mean do do they win in from swerve in our glory do they do they not? Is it yeah. another triple threat tag team match where they win it? I don't know, but yeah, I mean, they have they have faces. to, right? Yeah, and you you want to you want to give Swerve and Swerve and our glory a little bit of a run. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, I I found it weird that they did win it. I mean, yeah, they're both great, but I just found it. I did just find it weird that they won it. It is like, it is a bit of like a team that just got slapped together because yeah, but, they're just both good and like whatever yeah you could also but you also you could also say that about the hangman kenny you know uh, sure i mean character. there's a lot of tag teams like that but i, yeah. I it's always nice when it's like a true team like FTR of course or bucks or yeah lucha brothers yeah. and i and i guess they, there were there i mean i've already the line of like champs have already been a good portion of them have been actual tag teams so i guess it's all right you know ftr bucks lucha the uh, mm-hmm. lucha Lucha Brothers, so on, so forth. So I guess it's fine that you know, we have a couple of them in there. But yeah, we need FTR to get those belts again. They, 
That was so good, Matt. Did you watch the Burkhardt of Honor when I told you guys to watch Super Card? I, I didn't end up watching it. No. But yeah. Damn it, dude. Because that first match with the Briscoes, FTR, oh my God, uh, that was absolutely incredible. One of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I, I got I to go back and watch that. Because, and just, just that one match. Like yeah. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but that one match is just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it's like two of the best tag teams, that's like what something the Indies has been great for. And AEW... Uh, it's just like tag matches amongst elite tag teams or there mm-hmm. being elite tag teams where it's not like a demotion over single stars. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I feel tag the tag division is definitely like really gotten its shine in this division. And I think it's also like gotten better in WWE as well. You know, you know, especially with the, I think, you know, when it comes to tag teams, it's nice that the Usos have it currently right, right, right. now. Cause they're just, they're just incredible. Like I, I can't deny that they put on bangers and matches and bangers mm-hmm. and matches, you know, I don't know who they're going to lose it to, but you know, there's, it's going to be someone good. <laughs> <laughs> Clangers and bangers. And yeah. um yeah, so yeah, FTR on the run of their life. So I think it's got to culminate with getting that fourth title for the top guys, and then yeah, the top guys out. Maybe then they start losing some titles. Who knows? Yeah, I mean at some point. They at have some point to. they have to, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know who they lose it to for IWGP ones because like they haven't even been wrestling over there. I, I don't keep up over there, but yeah. like, do they even wrestle over there currently right now? Because that's yeah. kind of weird that they just have them. So you with know all what I mean? these like. Other companies, like whether it's ROH or IWGP, and they've started doing this a little bit. I, I would love, they do it a little bit with like Pox matches where he's fighting over in England. Yeah. Or in Europe with that transatlantic title or whatever it is. And uh, they show it as these like, re- they show replays of it. I, it's sort of like a, um, they're not doing it like this, but I'd love if they did it where like, you know, like on old episodes of WWF Superstars where like Mean Gene was in the editing room and like talking about what happened last week and showing a clip, yeah. like a sports yeah. center type thing. I, I would I would dig that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, like at least maybe on like Dark or something, you know, uh-huh. something where, where like at least last week man, in, man. I d- in New Japan. Yeah. What happened? No, just saying like last week in New Japan. FTR, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's also asking a lot, you know, SPR travel between here and Japan. It you is. Know. So maybe they I can't spend imagine. like a month in Japan or wherever yeah. while yeah. Swerve in Our Glory is run, having a run. Yeah, because yeah, they, have, they have their own titles here. Why not? <laughs> you know, and that'd be freaking cool because I can't, I can't even imagine what like the Japanese stars had to go through when, when Forbidden Door was happening, you know, and everybody was just like, I don't know, because they, they have to go back to do their own show, right? I'm assuming like when they when they go when Forbidden Door was happening. Oh, yeah. Or when, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like they'd come and do a promo and then when they'd yeah. be here for a few weeks. Yeah, and it's like I can't even imagine like what that would look like. But hey, we'll see. <laughs> see yeah, who perhaps they, they weren't to. going back and forth. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So um, that's wrestling. Uh, but yeah, very <laughs> excited to watch Dynamite tonight. Uh, anything, Hell yeah! Anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Oh man, what do I have to plug? Well, you could uh, follow me on Instagram at the Doctor Brick. Um, follow the Doctor you know, Brick. Yeah, the Dr. Brick. I could, Dr. Brick was taken by someone who actually does things with Legos. You know, that you know that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you can have that. You can, you can have that. Um, 
uh, you can follow us at North Coast NYC on all of all the socials. Um, I'm also in a band, Molly for Now Music. Um, that's oh. also what I do. Yeah, we're performing. We have a new single coming out very soon, um, and I would love some new ears to listen to that. That'd be cool. Um, and yeah, I uh, hopefully I can bring the whole, bring the gold back to the New yeah. York. <laughs> bring it home. Awesome. Bring it home. Hell yeah! So at the doctor on Instagram. Uh, any Twitter handles? No, I don't okay. like Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Uh, anyway, um, I'm at Larry the Athlete on all social media. Uh, soon LinkedIn, but for now, Instagram Ooh. and Twitter. And uh, you can subscribe to Larry No Sports on any platform, uh, podcast platform. May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thunder.